Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. And happy Friday, my sisters. Did you see the title of today's episode? Did you see it? Like, maybe that's even why you pressed play. Uh, Ghettos of worry. Anybody? You worry? God God has something for you today. I think this devotional is really going to speak to you. It's going to be super powerful. And it's coming up in just a minute. Just in case you're listening today on schedule, today is Friday, March 3rd, 2023. I want to invite you to be part of something that is so much bigger than me, so much bigger than you. It is big. Uh, It is wow. Wow is what I have to say about it. And we are going back to the 99 plus one house in Stratford, Oklahoma for our Big Life Mission Retreat 2.0. Oh, next month we are going back. So if you were listening to me back uh, last fall, we went for our first mission retreat at the 99 plus one house back in October. And let me just tell you in case this is new to you, the 99 plus one house is basically, uh, it was an abandoned, <laughs> um, uh, horrible nursing home that was given to this foundation that their mission is specifically to um, take in girls that have aged out of the foster care system at 18. If you're in foster care, um, you're basically homeless and um, you don't have a family if you were not adopted. And, and many of those girls end up on the streets or end up on drugs or end up pregnant. And 99 plus one is this foundation that is created to give those girls their first home. So our mission was to go into this uh, rundown nursing home and help transform it into the most beautiful magazine worthy like studio apartments. And we went in and did phase one, the first wing in October. And it was stunning to be part of it was incredible to meet these girls mind blowing. So we're going back because the second wing is ready for us to complete. So we're going back and we're doing more studio apartments for girls aging out of foster care, girls being rescued in out of sex trafficking off the streets. Um, There's also different rooms this time. We're doing a widow's room, which is specifically like um, for a widow with children perhaps that needs shelter. Um, we're, we're doing a craft room and a workout room and counseling rooms. We're doing all these different rooms this time. It is going to be fantastic. There are two ways that you can be part of this. First, if you're available April 21st through 23rd, it's a weekend, We would love for you to come and be part of the Big Life Mission Retreat in Stratford, Oklahoma. Like, come, be there, work with us, work on a team to put these rooms together. It is so rewarding. It is 
it's really, it's, I've never been part of anything like that. It is just beautiful what happens. Uh, so you could be part of it. I have spots available. You can go to bigliferetreat.com, scroll down, click on mission retreat. And if it says spots are available, spots are available, and you can grab yourself a ticket and come be part of that work. If you cannot join us at the retreat, there is still an opportunity for you to be involved. And in fact, it's a huge opportunity. We need you. We have created a wish list on Amazon of all the items needed to furnish and deck out these rooms. And we would love to invite you to purchase something special from the wish list from you and your family, knowing that it is going to have a perfect place within the 99 plus one home. And it is going to bless some girls, some women, some precious lives. So the way that you can find this wish list, if you go onto Amazon, and I know you know how to get onto the Amazon. You got that app on your phone. You got it. It's like your BFF. You were on it already today. So go back onto the Amazon. And in the search bar, you're just going to type in um, baby registry by name. Like literally put that into the search. This is the only way I know specifically to get to it. I don't know why they make it a little bit difficult. But just type into the search on Google, uh, baby registry by name and it'll pull up and it will say search baby registry by name enter name enter in there big life mission okay again it's baby registry search by name big life mission and then it's going to pull it right up for you click on that there are hundreds of beautiful items you could buy pillows you could buy curtains you could buy rugs you could buy a velvet chair you could buy a desk you could buy a bed you could buy a lamp um you could be part of purchasing a bigger ticket item by just contributing let's say you have twenty dollars to contribute Great. It adds up. Just contribute towards a bigger item. There's a treadmill. There's weight equipment. There's a craft room table. So just go on there. See what you let, feel led to be part of and partner with us in this partner with us. I'm going to be sharing specific rooms as kind of the highlight rooms over the next week or two um, to just kind of share with you the exciting things happening. But for right now, either go on and buy yourself a retreat ticket on bigliferetreat.com or go on to the Amazon search baby registry by name and put in big life mission and purchase a little something for the 99 plus one house and you get to be part of being a huge blessing. Okay, thank you so much for letting me share that exciting news with you now. On to that devotional that I have promised you titled Ghettos of Worry. How do you stop worrying? Literally, like, that's a good question. How do you stop worrying? I mean, really, you've got a mess on your hands and you can't just turn off your thoughts. Is it even realistic to think you could ever not worry? I assure you it is. In fact, when has worrying ever been successful for you personally? Really, has worry ever made a single situation in your life better? 
Has worry ever solved a problem for you? Have you ever walked away from a worry fest and thought to yourself, wow, I feel so much better now that I've worried myself sick and considered every possible bad scenario and how painful it would be. Never. That has never happened. And yet somehow we are tricked into falling into the ghettos of worry all over again. Why is that? If you had driven down a road before and you knew for certain that road didn't lead you to where you wanted to go, why would you keep trying to get there on that road? That would be ludicrous. Here, I'm going to try this road that only goes east and west. I know it only goes east and west because I've been on it before. And where I want to go is north. I've tried this road several times in the past. I know it won't come anywhere close to taking me where I want to go today. But you see, I'm familiar with this road and the ghettos it takes me through. So I'm choosing it again. And here you are driving through the ghettos again, never getting where you want to be, only to turn around and end up right back where you started, only more exhausted and frustrated. And worry is the equivalent of getting up the next day and taking that same darn wrong road through the ghettos again, never getting where you want to go. With full awareness, it can never get you there. That road will never lead anywhere different. So honey, why do you keep choosing it? Worry does not take away tomorrow's troubles. It takes away today's peace. Worrying doesn't stop the bad stuff from happening. It just stops you from enjoying the good. And you know that, right? You know that. But dang, how do you stop that? I'm so glad you're listening today. I believe this is for you. Worry is a choice. I can choose to worry about it. I can choose to play out horrible scenarios in a flash and my body will literally feel the pain of everything I have imagined. Has this been your choice? Worry? Worry triggers the natural fight or flight response in your body. Fight or flight prepares your body to either battle for your life or run for your life. Your thoughts create physical reactions, whether the imagined scenario is really happening or not. Your brain cannot distinguish between a real threat or an imagined threat created by worry. And it triggers your body to respond the same. The wiring within your brain responds to any perceived threat by kicking on your sympathetic nervous system. Suddenly, you breathe different and a rapid release of hormones is released into your bloodstream. It literally happens. Your heart races Not because you're physically swimming away from a shark, but because you imagined a shark. 
Your thoughts send stress signals to your brain, which then triggers your adrenal glands to produce adrenaline and cortisol. In a real life scenario, this would help you swim away from that shark with supernatural speed. But because there isn't actually a shark and you're not even freaking in the water, (laughs) you have a racing heart that is simply exhausting you. And these stress hormones keep you in a constant state of high alert and anxiety because it would be important to know that the shark is circling, but there is no shark and you're exhausted all because you were worrying about it. You feel worn out? Yeah, that's what worry does. And now where's your energy to actually do anything about getting back in the boat and heading to shore? You have none because you've been freaking out over sharks or whatever you've been freaking out over. All these stress hormones released by worry keep you from sleeping good. They create tense and achy muscles one really volatile stomach with the potential to ruin any happy moment with a single gurgle, and a body that is constantly getting sick because your immune system is exhausted from the continual fight or flight response your worry has created. Any of this sound familiar, sis? Please understand, this is not God's good plan for your life. It is not his will that you would be consumed with worry over sharks when you are landlocked in the Midwest. I mean, I know that it sounds extreme, but isn't that what we do when we sit and worry about things that we can't control, things that may not even be happening, things that are most of the time simply imagined scenarios in our head that never even unfold? For the past several weeks, I've been walking through the shark-infested waters of a life-threatening condition in the life of someone I care about. I've never met them in person, but there's a precious woman named Amy who was once a podcast listener, and now I have the honor of mentoring her. She reached out to me and asked for prayers for her husband, Robbie, who was very sick and awaiting a life-saving kidney transplant. And they had been waiting, and they had been waiting, and Robbie was very sick. Every day, I prayed over Amy and Robbie as they waited. And not one time did Amy show up stressed or overwhelmed. Every single time, without fail, she shared with me the absolute peace they were dwelling in. They fully trusted God was in every detail and they were taken care of. On Monday morning, this past Monday, at 3 a.m., I received a text from Amy that a kidney match was made and Robbie would be getting his kidney that day. I began receiving selfies of the two of them in the hospital, smiling and joking with nothing but joy and excitement when the offering of worry and fear was clearly on the table. But worry wouldn't take them where they wanted to go. 
Worry would create stress in Robbie's body that would physically hinder every ounce of good a new kidney could offer. I am overwhelmingly happy to report that Robbie miraculously went home yesterday with a fully functioning kidney and a mind that is still not worried. And this offering is here for us too. Every single one of us, regardless of circumstances, we can choose peace over worry. We can choose a different road that doesn't take us through the ghettos again. We can choose to stop the circling sharks in our head and God's word beautifully tells us how. Our scripture today is Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7. I'm reading out of the message translation. It says, don't fret or worry. It's a complete sentence right there. That's it. Don't fret or worry. Don't do it. Don't. It says, instead of worrying, so like this is the offering of a different road, an intentional exchange. Instead of worrying, pray. Yes, you, you can pray instead of worrying. And the next verse tells us how to pray instead of worrying. It says, let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. A petition is a formal request. It's like, Lord, I am asking you for this. I am appealing to you, asking for your power to be allotted in this specific direction. And not only that, but I'm praising you, meaning I am focusing on all you have done and all that you can do. And I'm thanking you. I am dwelling in gratitude, focused on you, God. I'm taking all my concerns and I'm laying them at your feet. And doing this creates a radically different response within your body. You physically feel the difference, that difference we've been talking about. And here's how the next verse explains the difference in how you feel when you pray about it instead of worry about it. It says, before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness. Everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. So I want to read that actual scripture to you again so you can hear it complete. Okay. Philippians 4 verses 6 and 7 in the message translation. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying Pray, let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. And before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. Did you know that Jesus wants to displace worry from the center of your life. He wants to change how you process your negative circumstances. He wants to give you a sense of wholeness instead of a sense of lack. He wants to show you how everything is coming together for good and let you settle down so you can sleep again, 
so you can wear white with confidence again, so you won't be an edgy hag, so you won't constantly be getting sick, so you won't feel so overwhelmed and exhausted and on edge. He has that power and he wants to unleash it in your life. And he will if you do your part. Your part is simply allowing your petitions and your praises to shape your worries into prayers. Not into venting, not into fretting, not into excessive planning, not into overthinking, not into depression. No, God wants to shape your worries into prayers. And those prayers create the sense of God's wholeness. And then you settle down. You can experience this wonderful awareness of Jesus taking care of every detail. It's possible regardless of what has been worrying you and how long you've been worrying about it. God wants to take you off the road of worry and get you out of the ghettos of anxiety. That's no place for his treasured girl. Talk to him about your concerns. Let that conversation shape your worries into prayers. And then comes that peace like Amy and Robbie had in the middle of total crisis and life-altering dangerous scenarios that just settles you down and takes worry out of the center of your life. And just as your body physically responds to worry, your body also physically responds to peace. Ah, settle down, girl. Talk to Jesus about this. And you'll feel the difference. I assure you, it will happen. I would love to pray with you right now, real quick, because I know we've gone really long today. Let's pray together. Hey, God, good morning. Thank you for caring about us. Thank you for being here to listen. I pray that each one of us would be moved to just bring our concerns to you today instead of overthinking and analyzing and planning and worrying and pacing the floor and being an edgy, ugly hag today, I pray that we would just bring it to you and that we would allow our worries to become prayers to you. And I thank you that you promise peace when we do that. I thank you in advance for how you are bringing peace that settles us down today. Thank you for the way you're moving and speaking. Thank you for everyone you've brought to hear this today. We're so grateful. I lift them up to you, God. I pray for peace in their lives as they surrender this to you. I pray for protection and provisions. It's in the name of Jesus. Amen. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here with us today. Uh, Let me remind you once again, if you want to come to the Big Life Mission Retreat, go to bigliferetreat.com while I still have a couple spots left. 
check it out. If you would like to purchase off of the wish list, oh, please do that. We need your help to pull this mission off. Just go to Amazon, type in baby registry by name in the search bar. And then when that pulls up, then type in big life mission and go shopping for something good. Have a beautiful day of life. I love you wildly. Goodbye, my friends. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com.